0: and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan. Fox Sports 95.9 and
1: 980. Happy Friday! Woo! Live from the GT Toys Studio. That's toys with a Z. It is LeVac and Gaz, as the woman said. Uh, before we talk about this week's Thursday night matchup and recap that, just saw a very uh, interesting post on X. Because like, people still call it tweets, even though they call it X. Can you still be a tweet if it's on X? Yeah, we're sending out Xs to people. Ooh. Right. Yeah, you can have mine. Um, so it, Ari Mirov tweets out a video. Oh, God. This nerd. Did you, did you see what? Uh, this is great, though. I don't know so if I've seen this Travis one. Travis Kelsey. It, just a couple minutes ago. Travis Kelsey is running across the practice field. He clutches his knee. So, so this is Travis Kelsey returned to practice, clutching his knee. And then he writes, never mind, he's fine. Kelsey's running across the practice field, reaches down, holds onto his knee, puts his hands on both knees, and then begins to twerk. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I didn't find him so damn funny. I really do. I now know why Taylor Swift is may or may not be dating him.
0: Who is more, I didn't think we were going to open the show with this, but who is more marketable? Is it him or Gronk? Because like Gronk's a meathead, but I think more people know who Gronk is. Kelsey hosted Saturday Night Live. Kelsey had a reality show. He's got a popular podcast. He's on a Super Bowl championship
1: franchise twice now. Good-looking guy. Single. May or may not be dating Taylor Swift. They've been quietly hanging out, allegedly. Um, no, I, I think, uh, I think Kelsey's fame is more sustainable because he does so many different things. You, like you said, the Saturday Night Live. I couldn't see Gronk hosting Saturday Night Live. I just don't. I just don't see it. Gronk is awesome. I think Gronk will forever be welcome in whatever room he wants to walk into. But yeah, Kelsey is more of an entertainer on top of being a football player.
0: Dare we say he's got a longer shelf life? Like the Gronk party guy thing will eventually run out when he gets to his forties and fifties. Kelsey can do whatever he wants for a while. And if that, I don't, I think the Taylor Swift that's true.
1: I, I I wouldn't doubt it. I think you have to invent a thing to go around a Gronk appearance. We're like Travis Kelsey. It's like, yeah, Travis Kelsey's company. He's going he's to do his podcast. He's going to do – he already has things he's branched out into. Um, I don't know why we're so so focused on these things. I'm twerking. <laughs> oh my God, it's so funny. Um, all right, but last night the Chiefs were not on the field. They did not play. It was the Eagles versus the Vikings. Um, this is a game I, – <laughs> I liked the Vikings plus six. Guys liked the Eagles minus six, and we were both right. Well you're more like the under, which you weren't right did. about, but, <laughs> but I remember you being like you kinda like you weren't you weren't with me on the on the bike. No, I was not. So uh I will say that I did shop around, I ended up getting him at seven, which was perfect paid off. But um 28 big score. It looked like it wasn't gonna go over in the first half. It looked like you were right in the first half. And then even even then Justin Jefferson dies for the end zone. I the my least favorite rule today in the NFL where you fumble through the side of the end zone and it's a touchback. I just I saw Derek Carr do it so many times as a Raiders fan that I just it just drives me it, it drives me insane. So that happens but four lost fumbles for the Vikings I can't help but feel like this Vikings team is going to get it together and be as good as they were last year or maybe better. They just they've their offensive line is 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 okay, it's not great. The the Eagles defensive front is phenomenal. Um how Let's go back to the draft. How I, I know there was off-the-field stuff with the racing and the car accident. How Jalen Carter still wasn't the top non-quarterback drafted guy in that draft, it makes no sense to me.
0: He is playing like a freak right now. He had those records. He was setting the analytical records of quarterback hurries and pressures in week one. He was really good again last night. Speaking about rookies, Jordan Addison has another big-time play for the Vikings. Him and Jefferson – have you seen the stats that are floating around the internet today about Jefferson's career numbers already? Yeah. That Justin Jefferson, if you haven't seen it, has more career receiving yards than <laughs> any Chicago Bear wide receiver in history? 100-plus year franchise. By the way, the Ravens aren't too far off either. There's rumors that the Ravens, something like
1: 600 yards, he's only away from Ravens receiving yard record. He's, I mean, he he is he's pretty amazing. 11 grabs, 159 yards. If not for that fumble... May have had a touchdown last night, but like two two games right now where he's he's in that same like hundred forty hundred fifty receiving yards and no touchdowns. Meanwhile, as you mentioned, Jordan Addison, who's somebody that's a drum you were beating all offseason, he's not going to touchdown each of the first two games. So so he you got a legit one two punch. You got T.J. Hawkinson. This is a better offensive team. They just got to stop turning the ball over.
0: I don't want to pass on what I think about the Minnesota Vikings right now, but with that team being 0-2, but I re- really don't know, it feels, about Minnesota until the end of Sunday, because the teams that Minnesota, whether or not they're going to be a, a top-tier team in the NFC again, like they were last year, a playoff team, and double-digit wins 13, I believe the number was, because they lost to Tampa, Tampa gets Chicago, Chicago's in the North, just like the Vikings are, the Lions get a matchup coming off a win against Kansas City, how good is Detroit? And Green Bay blew out Chicago, and Jordan Love looked like the next Rodgers and Favre. Is that just a one-week mirage, or is it real? That feels like an old segment from way back when. (laughs) The the NFC North teams, who the Vikings will be taking on a combined six times, we'll find out. We'll have a better, clearer picture of what it's going to be. So Minnesota losing to Tampa, who, who knows, maybe could win the South, and losing to Philly, who could win the NFC or win the Super Bowl. We look back on that in December, we won't say those are bad losses, but when the record sits at 0-2, it takes you to think about a few things. As for the Eagles, DeAndre Swift looked like a different person. I hate him so much. The whole thing looks he didn't even, different. He didn't even,
1: he didn't even, he didn't even get like a touch last week. I started him. This week, I bench him. I only have him on one team. Bench him this week, and he's, he's all-world. So I dislike him immensely.
0: <laughs> the matchup on the outside, too. Oh, the size difference of Smith versus Brown cracks me up. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. totally different wide receivers, both really. And I know the video is going viral of A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts yelling at each other. Tr- Jason Kelsey addressed it at the end of the game. The offensive of lineman, Travis Kelsey's brother, said, I'd rather I see that on the field. Like, I don't want guys not talking to each other. I don't want guys doing a lot. When you're competing, you're on the team, you're talking. Sometimes it gets a little loud. Oh, I- it's only for uh TV and media folk like us that mm. want to make
1: stories. Oh, you feel a little different about the I Brown do. Hurts. Okay. I do. Listen, the only reason I feel different about it is you won. If you lost and and you didn't get the ball, I, I can I can kind of go I can go to I can go to bat with you. You know, your six targets, you caught four for twenty nine yards. I if you lost, hey, get me the ball. I'm your real number one receiver. I get it. Smith is the 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 touchdown deep threat. I get that. I'm the dude who's gonna he's gonna take us to the next level. But you won. Like you shouldn't be complaining when you win. Like, or or it is like a quiet pull aside hurts later. Like, yeah, you know, why 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 do I have six targets, which by the way, second most on the team? Dallas Goddard had seven targets. You had six, didn't have to throw the ball a lot. DeAndre Swift was going off. So I have an issue with him. You have a guy who kind of complained his way out of Tennessee. He's not complaining during a a win, a feature game win in Philadelphia, you know, a year removed from going to the Super Bowl. I have, I have issues. I have issues with it. Every wide receiver wants the ball every single play. 100%. So you don't complain during a win.
0: All that stuff wide receivers and quarterbacks yelling at each other coaches and quarterbacks yelling at each other at the end of the game. I wouldn't be surprised if Jalen hurts and AJ Brown dapped each other up and said, Hey, we're just competing or AJ Brown says, yeah, I did it because I think I'm the best wide receiver in the NFL. And here's the reasons why and look what I can do on the field. That's all great. Like these are ultra competitors trying to win. I get it. The deodorant phrase of the the best deodorant is winning. Mm -hmm. Totally true for Philly. There's nothing I saw in last night's game for Philly. That makes me think they can't get back to the NFC title game. You know me, LeVac. I told you. They're number one on the Goss Power Rankings. I consider them a better team than the San Francisco 49ers. And the reason I didn't have them as a Super Bowl team is because they might get a bad matchup because of how a non-division winner may face off with them. Dallas, potentially if the Giants figure it out. In one of those opening round games for them. So, Philly's really good. Philly's awesome. There is still feel like a drop off between Philly, San Fran and everybody else cuz they're very deep and can do a lot of things Eagles. They are not a one dimensional team. They can throw, they can run, good defensive line, linebackers, the secondary is good. They are a very balanced well put together roster and team.
1: The only thing that really gives me any concerns with them is they seem to take their their feet off the gas towards the end. Like they don't they don't bury a team the way last year's team would have buried you. Like, like last year's team, you don't get back. Like they let the Patriots back in the game. Now they let the Vikings back in the game. The Vikings had four fumbles. They lost four fumbles. Like, you probably should have won by 20 or 30 points. I don't want to be that guy who's like that. But when you factor in that your OC and your DC are new guys and this team has doesn't have the same killer instinct it did, which, you know, it's, it's nitpicking at this point, but that's, Something I would keep an eye on. It's not an issue yet. You're two and zero, rock and roll. You're you're on your way. But I would keep. I would definitely keep an eye on the not. Like if because some team, if they let the wrong team come back, they're going to come back all the way. Let's play this game for New York
0: sports fans on your voice. Tidley the Capital Region Sports Fan, ninety five nine and nine eighty. LeVack, guys, let's play this game, Giant fan. Okay, you just played the Cowboys, yeah. and LeVac and I just talked about the Eagles.
1: The uh, Giants we- don't want to talk about that. Game. <laughs>
0: I would say Jalen Hurts is better than Dak Prescott. He's younger. He's a little quicker, more mobile in the pocket, and he turns over the ball less. So I'd give the advantage to Hurts. The offensive line, Cowboys got a really good offensive line, but the Eagles have proven that they're really strong in the run attack. We'll just say slightly the Eagles. Wide receivers, Brown and Smith, I'd take them over C.D. Lamb and Cooks. They're both really good, but advantage Eagles. So the Eagles have a better quarterback, offensive line, wide receivers, and the defensive line you and I just talked about is really good. How many points would the Philadelphia Eagles beat the Giants by? Now, I'm asking a different question. Not not what they're favored by, not what the number would be, because that's a little different. But if you had to tell me the Eagles and Giants played right now, how many points more better than, that's not great English, but I think we all know what I'm saying, (laughs) are the Philadelphia Eagles and the New York Giants right now?
1: I think the only difference between the two games, if you played, if if that, you know, the multiverse, right? So in our... Version our universe, the multiverse. Giants played the Cowboys week one. Giants lose forty nothing. The next multiverse over, it's the Eagles. I think it would be like forty to seven. Ah,
0: thirty three points. Ah. And, the, and, the,
1: and listen, the only reason I say that is I think they they would they would take their feet off the gas, and the Giants would be able to get some like like some um dull the pain points. Like you still, but that's the way the Giants played it. It's also yet to factor, remember, the Giants, as as much as that defensive front was getting after the Giants in the first drive, they marched down the field and kicked a field goal. It got blocked, returned for a touchdown, and then that team did not come back off the sideline again. The same the same effort and and just man up attitude that came down the field didn't didn't come back out, whether it was because Andrew Thomas pulled his hamstring or or whatever it was, they they looked like they broke their spirit when they when they Blocked that field goal for the touchdown they really did it was like one of those things where i don't know if everybody in the the giant sideline thought okay if we play the perfect game we'll beat the cowboys and then that happened to like oh all right not a perfect game I, I i don't know i think i think they would i think the giants would score at least once against the eagles only because the eagles wouldn't
0: care once they were up so just to think back to last season the giants played the eagles first time they played they got smoked 48 to 22 Final regular season game of the season, twenty-two to sixteen. And then they get back in the postseason thirty-eight to seven.
1: Yeah. I remember that was after the Giants beat the Vikings, and everybody, including me, was like, oh yeah, they got together now. They're gonna take the Eagles down. They didn't. Um So I I would you said thirty-three point difference. That's not yeah, too far off. I'm just saying that I think there would be the difference between the Cowboys and the Eagles at this exact time, and this is only seeing the Cowboys once and seeing the Eagles twice. The Cowboys went out for blood. And the Cowboys did not stop. They did not care what happened next. They wanted they wanted to beat the Giants into submission and, and blank them. Where the Eagles so far have come out and gone, oh, we won? Cool. All right, what are we doing next? Well, guys, it's the third quarter. That's Yeah, we're up enough. It's fine. Like, that's kind of the vibe.
0: I would put it at 21 points. The Eagles are 21 points better than the Giants. So how can the Giants, and we'll find out in Arizona if it's a lot more about the offensive line or the Cowboys, there's going to be some more... Uh, clarity for those New York teams this week, how much more can the Giants cut into that, whether it's 30 points, better Philly is the new, 20 points, 15 points, whatever it is, how can the Giants get over Philadelphia? The one that's jumping out to me because you can't get leg transplants and arm transplants and the bodies aren't changing that much for the Giants this season is Brian Dable. Can he out-coach Sirianni? Can he just have such a good game plan where he runs a few trick plays? He understands what Philly's going to do. He eats up the clock. Can Brian Dable outcoach Philadelphia? A lot of those matchups are still yet to be seen. Here's kind of the way I find out an answer to that this week, though. The Buffalo Bills. Because I've been here at LeVac, we've had a weird week. We've got bumped off twice this week because of doubleheaders. We've had one segment apiece on a Tuesday and a Thursday we would have talked far more about the Gi- uh, uh, the Jets and the Bills and how it affected the Giants and how these New York teams are all connected. But the heat out in Western New York is on Ken Dorsey. And the be. heat is on Josh Allen a little bit, too. Because be. not a good performance by either one. There are some takes out in Western New York that are saying the Bills are getting exposed because Brian Dayball was a lot more important than people realize.
1: I've been we, saying that. I, what do you mean out of Western New York? Hey, they're stealing your take.
0: Because that's what um, Bills fans feeling right now. We're gonna find out when they take on your Raiders if uh oh, maybe the Bills had a lot more issues than we realized because their coach is coaching the Giants now that offense has got some issues.
1: Yeah, you confused the hell out me because I was still ready to talk about more of this game. We still can. I don't I, know where I, we are now. No, 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 we still can. We still <laughs> right. can. Well, all right. Let's. But but to your to your point of like some of these coordinators and what they can do for you and like, it is. I do believe Brian Dable belongs as the head coach. I think he I think he was one hundred percent the guy who could get Josh Allen from where he was in the beginning to where he was when he was top of his game, and the fact he's not there has made him slack off. Even I, Gronk, Rob Gronkowski said it. Um but I think he's I think he is the answer to the future of the Giants, whether it's this year or next year or whatever. Um Brian Flores. Like I know everybody talks about him because he's suing the league over what happened, and everything. This Vikings defense, and and I know they gave up thirty four points, they were freaking fierce though. Like there was a lot of times where you like, you looked at Nick Sirianni and you could tell he he didn't know what was coming next. So Brian Flores is legit. If Brian Flores, if this is the same Vikings defense from last year, and not and no offense to anybody else, whatever, this game might have been completely out of hand. But like Brian Flores' defense, are, are they'll get after you. They're good.
0: I just keep thinking of Baker Mayfield, the week one. That have you seen that video of him get saying, yeah. "Talking,
1: get your weight up, little boy." That's what I'm thinking about <laughs> for the Vikings right now. <laughs> well, they're still learning the defense, but you could, but like when you looked at the way everything came together for them, where you know they were able to get the interception, a couple other things. It was it, it's it's a fun defense to watch. Can we agree on that much at least? Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, all right. But uh, yeah, I. Now that you got me going over to the Buffalo, I'm like, I want to. I'm hoping that Josh Allen screws up this week. I mean, really, let's be real. Like, he's. I, I'm. I feel. I feel borderline disrespected as a Raiders fan. Look at. Look at the projected point totals in the world of fantasy for quarterbacks this week. Most leagues, if you get a guy who's got projected for like 27, 28 points, you're like, wow, that dude's going to dominate. Josh Allen, they got him in like the mid 30s. Like, 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 the Raiders are a turnstile for him just throw through. I
0: want to ask you a very cliché question. I want I mean, Do it. I'm doing no, it. More important for the coaching staff. Not for the team, not for the quarterback, the coaching staff. Week 2. Buffalo Bills or Vegas Raiders? I think that's my intriguing storyline. Obviously, who wins in the AFC and all like that. So you coaching which coaching staff,
1: staff is going to have a bigger effect on the game?
0: Because the result of that game, that fan base views both coaching staffs very different. If oh, Josh okay. McDaniels wins again, I think some of your Raider fans will be like, you know what, McDaniels, it's year two. He's getting it. Garoppolo's there. It's not Carr. Hey, the Raiders are looking good. That's a big win against Buffalo. If they lose, they would be like, well, they're not there. They're not a true contender. Buffalo, the same thing. Whoa. We're 0-2? What's going on over here? Yeah, I, the I think coaching staff is viewed differently from the result of that game for either franchise. And I think it's more important for Vegas than Buffalo.
1: I agree with that. I, I do think the the bloom is a little off the rose with Buffalo, but not like it is in Vegas. I've got friends who are Raiders fans, and what you're I'm not even gonna call him my friend at this moment because he's so against McDaniels. Uh Sean Martin, who's like he just he would love if the Raiders went 0 17 this year so that McDaniels would get fired. <laughs> like he hates him that much. I think if the Raiders won like thirteen games and a playoff game or two, he'd be like, I guess I'm stuck with McDaniels again. Like that's that's like so and, and he's not alone in the Raider fan base. I'm I'm intrigued by what he's doing. Like I, I don't I don't know that it's gonna work, but I feel like it's gonna work. I feel like once he's got more and more of his guys out there, you'll see it work. I'm on an island for a lot of a lot of Raiders fans. Buffalo fans, because of this offseason, Leslie Frazier goes on a hiatus. Uh, Stefan Diggs is is in the middle of all this turmoil. There's a lot of people who are looking at McDermott right now going, did we miss our window? And if we did, is it because of you? Because Brian Dable had Josh Allen looking great. He's gone. Josh Allen doesn't look as great right now. You're still here. The defense wasn't as great. You're calling the defensive plays. What the hell's going on here? But that's still, there's a lot less of those than there are the let's chase Josh McDaniels out of town guys over in Raiders camp. So, I, yeah, so Raiders need the win more than the Bills do for stability in the front office. But if the Raiders lose, Raiders fan is going to look around and go, we're one and one That's not terrible. If the Bills lose, Bills fans going to look around and go, we're 0-2. <laughs> there's gonna be a run like there'll be there will not be a full labat blue in in all of western new york for miles and miles they'll all be emptied out so all right so thursday night in the books um of course you know fun game fun game and that won money so i liked it a lot uh do, let's do this let's let's talk a little bit about what's going on with stefan diggs let's go ahead and, and quiet one of your previous concerns about a, a certain superstar that we were all watching very closely when something terrible happened we're going to do all of that in, in, in just in just a bit. But First, all, I want to tell you, about my friends, Elevation 10,000, elevation10k.com, guys. That's the website where you can go and kind of just see for yourself all the great things Elevation can do. But I will tell you this, even though you'll see that they can design websites, apparel, uh, digital marketing, all these things, these strategies, videos, all those things, you still want to go to Elevation 10,000, have conversations with Dave McClatt and everybody, because you'll find out that there's even more they can do, like – if you arise certain issues, problems, things that you think are in your way to elevating your brand, they'll find a way to fix them.
0: I had a conversation today here at I Media, and I said, we should post that on a Saturday morning rather than a Friday afternoon on social media. And somebody looked at me and said, why? Elevation 10,000. They can explain these things to you. That seems like a very odd thing, but what will get you more traction? Why should you post a certain post at a certain time? When should you post it? Where? What platform? What's your audience? Who are you reaching? Someone got really confused hearing all that stuff. That's okay. Elevation yeah. 10,000 answers those questions for you. You're working with professionals who understand digital marketing. It's getting it out there on your social media platforms. You have so many other things when you're building a small business that's going to overwhelm you. Get the experts on your side. Call them up. Say, I'm trying to build my business What can you guys do for me for digital marketing? They will help you. They'll love to take it on. And you're going to find an audience you never knew you had before. And then comes the apparel, the polos, the gear, whatever you need to continue to expand your brand and elevate your brand. Elevation 10,000 can do it for you.
1: Elevate your brand with Elevation 10,000. It's LeVac and Gaz Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980.
0: It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio.
1: Gaz. Are you ready to apologize to Mr. Rogers in front of his entire neighborhood? You uh, while we were sitting over at Mohawk Chevrolet, you said, uh, "I don't know if I can trust Aaron Rogers to get healthy and to make a comeback. I don't I don't know if I can trust him to even go to the doctor. He may rub syrup on it, I believe, is one of the one of the homeopathic remedies you uh, anticipated he might use." Are you ready to apologize now that he has posted a picture? Post-surgery, surgery's done, he's, he, he's, he's in recovery, and he actually said on the PMS show, that's Pat McAfee, give me your doubts and then watch what I do. do you, are you ready to apologize? Do you believe that Aaron Rodgers will be back next year? Uh, I felt a little more
0: confident before that quote flew out of his mouth. I do like the idea that he's decided to have a doctor perform a surgery. That makes me feel less confident that my take of him doing some, let's call them, untraditional, less than conventional ways of medicine that may chop away at it a little bit. No pun intended there. Uh, can you read that quote one more time? I want to make sure I hear correctly.
1: All right. So <laughs> wait. This is this is even this is the full quote. Now Connor Hughes has the full thing. It's from Pat McVeigh show. Give me the doubts. Give me the timetable. Give me all the things you think can, should, will happen. And I, all I need is that one little extra percent of inspiration. Then watch what I do. Okay, the reason I asked for that
0: full quote for context is because I wanted to make sure it was about football, not about medicine. Like, oh, watch what I can do. <laughs> give me the doubters. No. You thought ayahuasca and edibles Weren't the way to come back? I'll prove it to you. All you darkness retreat. Glad you offered the full quote. So I knew he was talking football and not about his medicine beliefs.
1: Which but he's says, always, as much as he's different, we'll say, with the exception of the COVID vaccine, we've never known him to do anything uh, unconventional medically, like yeah, recreationally um mind enhancing but as far as like taking care of his body we haven't heard anything and look i know it's it's easy to think it would happen but there's just knowing the surgery's already done all these other things i'm thinking about it it's always amazing to me these free thinkers and they want to do things certain ways and whatever it's amazing how different those free those free thoughts become when it's like so if I get this surgery done, I can get more money and, and actually come through on some of my promises. Or I can make a stand, which means I probably won't be able to stand. Let's do the surgery thing. Well, by the way,
0: both of us here do understand the irony that's happening here of LeVac and Goss offering professional athletes health advice. I ate Fritos for lunch today.
1: I had a Reese's candy bar thing because I wanted peanut butter. Oh, so good. We do under- so good. We do
0: understand the irony here of the, the issues of us offering health advice, but... I think Jet fan has a Those legitimate who can't concern. Do coach. That's, that's, this is different than anything else. Like, right, Health with Aaron Rodgers, we can question because he might do something that potentially hurts his career. My confidence level, I'm not ready to apologize to Aaron Rodgers. He's got a long ways to go. And unfortunately, this injury happened far later in his career because even if he comes back 100%, he's healthy. He's under center for the 2024 New York Jets season. Just because he did every single thing right, Levesque, he could have an eight-month PT, physical therapy process, does everything everyone asks him to do. But because of where he is in his career, it might not be enough. And that's not a shot, Darren Rodgers. No, that's just no. science of, I think, understood science is the where I'll phrase that. That's very logical that he could do everything right and be like, Yo, my body's not responding like it yeah. would have if I was in my mid-20s.
1: I think he's going to do everything he can to come back, though. I do. I, and I think he is... He's a power of will guy, and when you go against people that live by the power of will, willpower, I guess, is another way to put it. But you you usually end up disappointed on your take. It just and and that's that's just where I'm at. I think he's 100 going to play next year, and I think you're missing the what I would love the potential story to be, because we've seen we've seen stuff like when when the when the starter goes out as a quarterback in the NFL historically one of two things happen, right? Somebody steps up, fills the void, they're a successful team. I gave you a list of those all week. You know, the the great show on turf, uh, Scott Mitchell, Mitchell made a bunch of money backing up in, in Detroit. All these guys, they've, made, they've been able to get where they're going. Or it's complete and total dumpster fire. I don't foresee a complete and total dumpster fire because how talented this team is. So let's go with this storyline. What if, Zach Wilson isn't bad. What if Zach Wilson's good? What if Zach Wilson actually puts it together over the course of the season, a la Tom Brady while Drew Bledsoe was out? Because if you remember, and I'm not saying he's Tom Brady talent. For those of you about to call the Elevation 10,000 phone lines, put the phone down and listen. (laughs) I'm saying if you remember how Tom Brady was brought up, it was short, high percentage passes, run the football, run the clock. And as he got better, they put more on his plate. So if Hackett's good, does it that way, and it works, Zach Wilson doesn't have to be Tom Brady to make the Jets second guess whether or not they want to bring back Aaron Rodgers next year. He needs to be the best Zach Wilson he can be, which is a guy who leads you deep into the playoffs. Okay. that's That's fun. That'll be a fun story.
0: It would be awesome if Zach Wilson was good. I really believe that. And Jet fan, I know you're probably still mad at my take of that. I said at Mohawk Chevrolet this week, they're done. They're toast. It's all over. Sorry. See you later on. I want him to do well. Let me say it one more time. Zach Wilson playing good football makes my job easier. So please, I would prefer you play well coming up Zach Wilson. I just need more evidence for it to happen. Because here's a, here's a great piece of evidence that has worked against Zach Wilson. If the New York Jets truly, honestly, truth serum poured down their throats, thought Zach Wilson can do it, Aaron Rodgers wouldn't be here. Now, you can spin that how you want. You can say, no, 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 guys, they thought they could win the Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. Sure, sure. okay. Aaron Rodgers is better than Zach Wilson. That's all true. Fine. They would not have gone after Aaron Rodgers if they as a franchise believed in Zach Wilson. Now, if Zach Wilson has become a better football player just by – showing up on hard knocks smelling Aaron Rodgers because he's near him figuring out what he's putting in his body I will become a believer then but I haven't seen it yet
1: all right let me let me let me take the other side of that for you okay so they wouldn't have brought in Aaron Rodgers if they thought Zach Wilson was the answer I will say to you they wouldn't have kept Zach Wilson if they didn't think he could be the answer in the future Year or two behind Aaron Rodgers could make a world of difference for him. Take a look at what happened to Chicago this week. Like the, and and look, I mean, just look at hard knocks. Look at one Jets drive. Look at look at all of it. You can see it, he's not the Zach Wilson that you should have spent the number two overall pick on. Agreed, but he's a better Zach Wilson now than he was before Rodgers got there. Rodgers and Hackett have brought him along slightly. You know, they if. If Zach Wilson of last year was out there against against the Bills, Bills win that game. Even though Josh Allen sucked, the Bills would have won that game. He's getting, he got a little better. It doesn't mean he's going to get tremendously better, but I will tell you that I think I think they kept him hoping he would make advances over this year, and then when Rodgers was ready to leave, they could go, Zach, it's your team, rock and roll.
0: I, w- I want to know from JetFan what they think about this. At the Jeff Levack on Twitter, at Tom Goss, T-O-M-G-O-Z-Z, FoxSports980.com, oh, the iHeart app, all that good stuff. Get out of your mind. By the way. You know what's on Jeff's fan right now. By the way, if you're listening on it the pod, if you're listening on the iHeart side, allegedly the podcast is up. So there you go. I know oh. it's Apple and Spotify. Allegedly it's up. We were told it wasn't. It is up. You just got to scroll with your thumb to the right. We are there on demand. So just Search for for the iHeart? iHeart app,
1: yeah. Oh, we made it? We're, we're on you just have to scroll with your thumbs. Just move it over. This is one of those things like you know how good I'd look if you stood on one foot, squint your eyes, and turn the lights off. Like it's not really there. It's not they're just lying to us.
0: I know it's Apple and Spotify, but if you're listening to the iHeart app, you want to go back and listen, just scroll with your thumb over to the right. We're a little bit further oh, to the right. That's right all. Now. Yeah, you can look at that So, on there. So what do you do? My, my question was I'll, I'll show you during the break. I'm go like
1: old man hair. Hey, what do I do? Oh, so. Oh, 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 Careful. Oh, on the, on the <laughs> there it is. It's
0: right there. Uh, my question about Zach Wilson is this. I don't know their intentions. I felt like it's if they didn't have an option. Like it, It's nice to say that they kept him around because he thought he'd be a better quarterback and he could develop and everything else. Really, it feels like to me they would have probably traded him, but they, he didn't have as much value. Like he'll have, if he plays well, this is a pretty obvious statement, but it's true. If he plays well, he's got a lot more value for somebody closer somewhere it's like i'm back in the show i'm back on baby we said value zach wilson has far more value but the problem with that is you're gonna eventually someone's gonna have to pay him is it you do you believe in a 24 25 year old over a 40 year old there's a lot more storylines that develop and make it more intriguing to make again one more time a new york sports host job far easier in the sports talk <laughs> format of zach wilson plays thank you for giving us that content this summer if you do play well we'll find out we will find out if Zach Wilson's not the guy. Here's one other question on to this back: Is there a clock on Zach Wilson? Is there a clock on Zach Wilson that's basically like, hey, if you're it's not a watch,
1: yes, a lot of people wear them. <laughs> Lily and David finds <Fine-Jules>. shops.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, if he's not good by the end of September, they're like, we got to go get Jameis Winston. We got to go
1: get I don't know, um, Carson well, Wentz. I so here here's here's where this becomes interesting. So they were going after ripping. The uh, practice squad quarterback for the Rams, Stetson Bennett, goes on the non-football injury list. It's re- it's really weird how McVay it all comes hasn't in. still said what's up and with they, that, and right? he won't, which almost makes you wonder if they looked at Bennett, and went, "Hey, look, we need you to go on, on a little break here because we don't want to lose this dude too, so we're gonna pull him up, but we need your roster." It's so oh, it's weird. Something's going on there. He got in trouble with the law earlier. The earlier in the year too, so I wonder okay. if there's some law stuff going on there. And he's yeah. and he's fifty, so he might need a break. <laughs> But, like, they're looking at other guys who kind of get what's going on and know the offense. They're, so they're at least they're looking to add depth to what's going on. Um, but perfect world, either Zach Wilson makes you a winning football team who goes to the playoffs or you lose a lot of games. And then when Rodgers comes back, you have yet one more piece to put with him, maybe, maybe a, a top 10 pick to, to sure up one of those tackles. So I don't know that. I don't know if you do. I don't know. And plus who's out there that's going to understand what you're doing? They would not have to rip him because he worked with Hackett in Denver. So he has an idea of the offense. Like all these people talking about, you know, Colin Kaepernick, you idiots, um or or just a litany of other quarterbacks who will have no idea what's going on here. They won't understand it. Brady I think you get it cuz he Brady can kind of figure out anything. Kirk Cousins, I know, is one that everybody talks about trading for if the the Vikings keep losing. We've seen his work ethic, whatever. But, like, you don't just step in and go, oh, I know, and do the offense. Like, you need to have some assembled to what's going on or you're not going to be any better than Zach Wilson. Perfect world. Zach Wilson plays really, really well. And then Aaron Rodgers goes back wins the Super Bowl next year and Zach Wilson takes over if he wants to stay. But you probably have to get rid of one of them. I mean, look at Hostetler filled in for Sims. You win one, they got rid of Hostetler. Um, you know it, it usually happens that way my Mahomes is, and alex smith i'm trying to remember what happened yeah young. Young. yep, yep. Trent Green. like all these guys romo and prescott yeah you it's it's very it's gonna be very intriguing again like, I, I wouldn't call an offense where zach wilson gets I, I i call one where he can't lose the game for us that's what i call because i can win a lot of games and then the argument of that came a long way, and he's going to get even better one more year under Aaron Rodgers. And then I give him a nice little ki- like contract, little kiss contract, and we move forward. That's I, that's the perfect world, I think.
0: I'll say this about that Jet game coming up this weekend. I know we've got fantasy versus reality still to come. I know we've got the play of the day. Something stinky about that Jets line, huh? There's something a little odd, something. I think some people, look at your face. You don't even want to say it. You hold that for later in the show. I'll
1: say no, that. You, you hold that for later on. You know what I smell when I see that game? oh um, i i smell cash I, and i was just trying to think of a good mckay beckton fart joke and i it just wasn't coming to me that's what that that's what that face was i actually figured out the iheart app too i was doing it i found us we are on there look, look
0: at that see. people are throwing swords our way we're I, there
1: yeah yeah I, uh, I don't recall giving you guys permission to use that logo but what um no <laughs> All you got to um, do is move those thumbs. That's all. So if you're not lose. Apple or
0: Spotify, just move your
1: thumb over on the iHeart app. It, it is weird, though. When you push the search button, it brings up a lot of categories. Like, wouldn't it be better? And I'm looking at Gaz because Gaz has been here a couple more months than me. So now, obviously, he can speak directly to the people uh, at, at iHeartcover. Wouldn't it be better to put, like, a bar where you can write in what you're looking for right there? And I go, oh, LeVac well, and Gaz. There it is. That would be. It took a very long
0: time. It's true. Okay? It's There's true. been a lot of Here's th- <laughs> what I'm learning here in this building. Things move at a different pace than I was used to. It's,
1: it's true, and, and nothing
0: personal, anybody. Please don't take this as
1: a shot. It's just a different thing. I get threatened with my key now working every time I see the uh, engineer. So, um, <laughs> I mean, there's that. All right, so, man. So much to do. It's Friday. Like I just kind of want to goof off. I really do. We still, but we we kind of. We kind of get to, actually, We right? get
0: to later tonight. We got a really cool thing coming up here in a few minutes. We get to talk to somebody exciting. I want to say who it is, but first I want to say something nice about USX Pass Control. They saved your marriage. I'm, I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say that if you want to keep your home clean and you have an attic or a garage. Did I add an attic? addict attic or a garage
1: or whatever you might be working on. Adjunct professionals. Yeah. or you know, whatever. <laughs> they might have holes keep in
0: Yeah, Mice, bats. Non
1: chemical exclusion package is where Gaz is going here. It's like, it's weird because the first time I had USX out, they were, it was Cat's Eye. It it was the original version of the company, part of the Gagne family of brands. And they come out to do pest control and they were doing construction. Like, let's be real, they were sealing up. Anywhere that was open in my house. So the base of all of my um my siding, they went through with these like 90 degree pieces of metal, they riveted them in. They went and I'm like, since when does pest control do construction? And it's the non chemical exclusion package. And then they go around, they go, here's this, this, and this platinum package. We put this mousetrap out, we do this, we do the other thing. I gotta let them know that I have visitors at night now. I don't know if this has anything to do with them. I think it's just seasonal. There's a skunk that is w- walking through my neighborhood Ooh. every night since I've had the window open. Every single night since I had the window open. And I don't know if like, I can put something out to get rid of them. And, and not like, because obviously, like, skunks, they come and go. They're not going to stay around. But if anybody's going to know, like, oh, yeah, put some blah, blah, blah out and, and they'll go away, it's our guys at USX. And that's the relationship we have with them. We talk to Frank whenever he comes to the house.
0: Shout out to Tim. Shout out to Frank, helping us and our home stay safe. Do it today. Reach out. Connect with them on social media. Whatever way you can get a hold of USX Pest Control, do it to make sure your home is safe for the future.
1: USXPest.com. Go there. Schedule the free inspection today. Tonight, Cage War 61 is going down. It's One fight of the- night, baby. What if I told you there's a dude fighting the main event, grew up in a cap region, lives in Toga working a full-time job, getting his degree. He's got a baby boy, and he's still going to be fighting to the main event tonight. Coggle Sheen is that man. He's going to talk to us next right here at Levant and guys, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Before you hear our conversation hyping up tonight's Cage Wars
0: event at Rivers Casino Resort, I want to tell you about my friends over at Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Guys, if your weekends are a little bit different now than before, Trying to carve out that time for some football. Trying to carve out that time for the big tailgate. Make sure you take care of her. That someone special in your life, whatever she is—girlfriend, fiance, wife—Lily and David Fine Jewelers can help you do that. I know from experience. That's where I bought my engagement ring so many years ago. My wedding bands for my wedding, my fifth anniversary wedding gift. Where I continue to go back for the holiday season to make sure my wife is taken care of. And she had that evolution from girlfriend to fiance to wife. And Alyssa, David, G, Tammy, everyone over it. Lily, and David Fine Jewelers helped me take that next step in life. Guys, it's things that you can afford, though. They'll work with you to make sure that great piece of jewelry that you're going to get compliments on for years to come fits that budget you're working with right now. Shops of Wilton, family-owned and operated business. It's Lillian, David, Fine Jewelers. And when you stop in, tell me you heard about my story, Gaza's story from Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. All right, let's get into this conversation. I am hyped for fight night. I don't even want intro. Levesque, I don't want an intro. I don't want music. Let's get into this conversation.
1: All right. We are, uh, we're getting ready. Cause you and I are going to cage Wars tonight. Cage yes, Wars we 61. are.
0: Let's go. Our first fight night, Levesque. I've been hyping up fight night. I've wanted to do a fight night with you. We got a fighter on the phone. We get to do it. It's going to be a great night. Friday night.
1: schenecty. Let's go. <laughs> we got, we got, we got, we
0: got I'm going in. I'm going to the octagon. Kyle.
1: <laughs> Kyle Dushin is with us right now. <laughs> Who's more hyped up for tomorrow night right now, Kyle? You or Goss? <laughs> oh, it's
2: gotta be me. It's gotta be me. <laughs>
1: All right. So so Kyle, you uh this is I was reading up on you a little bit. Uh the guys over at Rivers Resort and Casino let me know that, dude, you're you're you had to cut to make weight. You got a yep. baby, you're working like 63 jobs, you're training in Scotia. Like, <laughs> like do, how, how do you have time to train so much to to kick somebody's butt in a cage when you got the kid and everything else going on?
2: Yeah, it's just um, I feel like a lot of discipline and and definitely balance, you know, because my last fight, I didn't have as much balance, and it was hard to get in the gym and enjoy it as much. Um, But, you know, the days that I have, um, you know, away from school, because I work 40 hours a week, you know, 7 to 3, and then I go uh, three days a week to school, So some of the nights I am be actually able to go um, after school and train, but I just use up the other four days of the week and just, you know, once you're there, it's the easy part. So you just got to get your butt in the car and get there, you know?
1: All right. So, Kyle, you're a featherweight, which means you got to weigh in at 145. What do you walk around at?
2: I walk around at like 168. That's what I weighed last week. And uh, it's been a a long journey. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs)
1: Well, all right, so so you're getting ready to fight. This is going you're one of the one of the main events that's going to be happening at Cage War 61 at Rivers Resort yep. Casino. You can get your tickets, you can go hang out with us. It's going to be a, a lot of fun. Um tell us about who you're fighting. Who is this guy that's going to try and get in the way of this amazing story of a guy who works 40 hours a week, goes to school, raises a child. You're you're are our, you're our personal Rocky. Who is this who is this evil villain?
2: So his name is Jerry, I think uh May, I believe is how you pronounce it. Uh He's actually—they called him in from Philly. Um, so I know he's a boxer, and I know he's got some, you know, a good ground game. But uh, yeah, they—it was kind of short notice because I actually was supposed to fight somebody else, and then I didn't see the poster for a little bit. So I asked uh, my coach Al. I'm like, "Hey, what's going on with Tim?" You know, he's like, "Actually, he got to another fighter." So I gone and watched some videos. Uh, my coach, you know, his last fights, and he's—he's he's just heavy with his jab, and he's a boxer, so. You know, I got my game plan, you know, to say the least.
0: (laughs) Take us through the fight night rituals. Is it music? Is it exercises, stretches? What goes through the prep before you step in for a big fight?
2: So, you know, they have us get there at 3 o'clock. So it's definitely a long day, you know, and hopefully you recovered right the night before from cutting so much weight. Um, Because if not, it's definitely a longer night. But, you know, they have us get there at 3. We go through. You know, doctors, medicals, they're very professional with all that. Rivers Casino, you know, they help out, you know, a ton. But, um, you know, then it hits around four or five. We get assigned our locker rooms. Um, Then Ed Kenner, he's great. He does the fighter's rules in the meeting, basically just, you know, tells us what we can and can't do, um, just a refresher in the brain. And then you know, six o'clock rolls around. They start letting people in the doors. Sometimes I go out and say hi to my family. I always have to calm my mom and my dad down a little bit. Um, say hi to some friends, and then you know, you get assigned to your lockers. Like I said, so you,
0: Kyle, go back to what you're saying. Calming down your parents. I want to. I want to know more about this. Calming down in the sense that they get hyped during the fights, or calming them down because their their son is about to go fight in front of a bunch of people.
2: So my mom, you know, and dad, they they love it a lot, but at the same time they. It's you can only imagine being a parent, you know, walking in there and and seeing your kid get in the cage. Because I get nervous when my teammates go in there, you know. So I can only imagine as like a parent seeing your son.
1: Coglishin with us right now. So all right, so this, this guy you're fighting, he's a he's a boxer. Um, you're or more of what? You are ground and pound, jujitsu. Where, where's your discipline? You know, kind of. I want to anchor.
2: Uh, I would say all around. You know, I I started out on the ground doing um you know, jujitsu for the first couple of years. And I, I won like actually really well. I I went into a couple of jitsu tournaments and I won 12 gold medals in a row. Um, so like pretty much undefeated in the jitsu area. And then, you know, they gave me my blue belt and I, I've, you know, I've had good success. I haven't been like undefeated in that or whatnot, but, uh, then I started working with his kickboxer, Kenny. And, you know, I've, I've done a lot of work with him over the past, you know, two, three years. And, we got a new guy that does some Muay Thai. His name is Farshad. Um, he's he's unbelievable. So I'm very well rounded. I'm prepared to take it wherever it has to go. You know,
1: Kyle, how often are you are you fighting? Because you know, on the pros, we see it's like once, twice, maybe three times a year. When you're how often yeah. are you on cage wars?
2: So when I fight, like I've had five fights, right? So my first three were within the span of like one and a half, two years, um, and then you know, with COVID happening, it really put a big like. Just a lot of change. You know, COVID was like, what, two years? And, you know, I started, you know, I had a kid on the way, school started, so I was able to train less. Um So the, you know, I fought this kid, Brandon, and his teammate, Kyle Kaler, probably within a year of each other. And, you know, I've been out now for a year and a half, but I'm ready to start fighting at least three times a year.
1: I love it, man. Cage Wars sixty one tonight, R- Rivers Resort Casino. I just get this weird. I j- I just was thinking back on something you said. and I got this like visual. So you say they start to the locker rooms at what, like four or so? Is everybody just kind of like, yep. are you guys all in like the same area? Like, are you are you in the same room with like all the other fighters? And just like, do you? And if so, what happens? Yeah,
2: it's it's, it's pretty funny, and you know, like. We're all fighters, but I, a lot of the fighters that you, you meet, they're, like, the nicest dudes ever, and we like to just, you know, bust each other's balls a little bit. But, uh, yeah, like, we're all in the same room. Um, you know, we're actually kind of ringside where the doctor's doing all the medicals, so we're pretty much in a single-file line. You could be right in front or behind the guy you're fighting, you know? It's, a, it's definitely not, like, it's not that awkward unless you make it that way, but it's one of those things where I'll always, like, tap the dude on the shoulder and be like, yo, be ready. You know, or just end, like,
0: laugh. <laughs> yeah, man, so, like I, yeah. I, I, I'm shocked there's not more trash talk. And maybe there is. Maybe you're being polite and, and protecting your fellow fighters etiquette and code and everything else. I'm a little surprised that there are at least one, maybe two fighters that are letting the trash talk fly because that's a crazy.
2: Yeah, some some I mean there's been, you know, some of that in the past. Um but you know, like it's just funny. There's there's a couple guys that, you know, even like my the last two opponents I fought, they're 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 like Good friends of mine at Cage Wars. You know what I mean? Like, whenever I show up, we always say what's up. And our our schools, so their school, MVMMA, it's Mohawk Valley um, MB, MMA, and ours is Jacalic. We're definitely the top two schools, I think, that compete at Cage Wars. So, you know, their coach and our coach, we always joke around and we're like, you know it sucks that we got to fight each other, but if we didn't, you know there'd be no good competition or good fights, and it's always a good time.
1: <clears throat> I love it. Kyle Gleichine with us right now, and Kyle, we're 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 pulling for you. We, you know, you're a local guy. You're, you're from Saratoga. Yeah. I, let me. I want to. I want to like pull the heartstrings of everybody listening. What's what's your uh, what's your son's name?
2: My son's name is Jackson James Gleichine.
1: Okay, so everybody you've got to come out tonight. You got to sports Is he going to be there or no?
2: I I don't know I I got earmuffs for him but he's only nine months old so I'm talking to the you know, the wifey the girlfriend and I you know she wants to bring him so I, he might be there he might make an appearance you might see a baby with glasses like from the Hangover or something. <laughs> <laughs> Say just sitting in the baby born, like you know, on her chest or whatever, just hanging his legs.
1: <laughs> if you hadn't already worn uh, one gauze over the the baby Carlos reference, yeah, that did it. <laughs> that's,
2: that's what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, man, we we're yep. we're gonna be there. We're gonna be pulling for you. We, we're hoping that you you get this W. You're you're three and two so far. You want to make yep. the, the quick prediction? Or are you gonna be four and two after tonight?
2: A hundred percent. I'm wow. I, I'm not leaving without that title. Oh, I, I love. So
1: it. I also that that's the other thing is the the um. There
2: was a point where they changed their belts pretty much like the UFC or whatever, and these nice new ones are nice. I won my last title, and they were the older belts, so I, I need that new belt, that new gold, you know?
1: <laughs> that's, see, you start collecting. That's what, that's what it comes yep. down to. I love it. Kyle, man, we're pulling yep. for you. We can't wait to see you tonight over at Rivers Resort and Casino. If you haven't been to Cage Wars, Cage Wars 61 is the one to start with. If you have been, you already know you should be there, man. Best of luck, and uh, I don't know, what's, what's the what's the best way to say, like, you know, good luck to a fighter. Is that because is is I don't want to do bad luck in any way. Just good luck, no, not break a good leg. I know good luck, your...
2: man. Break a leg, I guess, you yeah. know, because then Bre-
1: it won't happen. <laughs> or, or, or you go know, break a leg, just not yours, somebody else's. Yes, yes, break <laughs> someone else's leg. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> good luck, Kyle. Can't wait. All right. It was a pleasure. Thank you.
0: Good luck to Kyle tonight. Cannot wait to be there as a fan. Fight night. Levack. are you pumped? Finally, a fight night. You and I have been begging you to do this for me for years. It's that different feel for fight night. All right, he's getting up and leaving the studio. I will tell you about Mohawk Honda. We got a second hour on the way coming up, but first we want to tell you about Mohawk Honda, who's going to bring us here in a few moments to the top four. For the four biggest stories you need to know in the world of sports, Mohawk Honda, we're heading there. September 28th, if my calendar serves correct, we're going to head back into Glenville, New York, make sure everybody over there is doing the things that we know you expect out of them. That's what it's been. I love hearing those stories that 5, 10, all the years past. I want to continue to work with people who are working with Mohawk Honda, who have those vehicles that fit what my family wants? People that you can trust during the car buying experience is so important. The fall is officially here, and maybe it was that summer road trip. Maybe it's that fall tailgate on the way. Maybe you just moved your nephew, or your niece, your son, your daughter into college, and you realize that vehicle is going to add a little bit more mileage, you need a little bit more space. The place to get your new ride is Mohawk Honda. I know from experience, I've been driving around my pilot. Take that, Levac. Now that you can't hear me right now. I've been driving around my Pilot across the capital region. and love my vehicle. It's the best ride I've ever had. So it's vehicle that you want, that fits your budget, people that you can trust. I know the pressure goes in. I hear those horror stories from others that say, I don't even want to get a new car because I don't want to go on the lot. I don't want to talk to people. I'm nervous. That doesn't happen at Mohawk Honda. They want to work with you and continue for the future that you could always recommend to your friends, your family, and more. It's Mohawk Honda where they always go out of their way to please you. And they always bring us the top four at four. On the way next, here on a Friday, hour two, let's get into it. It's Levac and Gaz on Fox Sports, 95.9 at 980.
2: It's time for the top four at four with Levac and Gaz. Yeah.
1: Look out. Here come four big stories, my friends. Top four stories in the world of sports is brought to you by Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you guys. What's the fourth biggest story? What I'm building the top four at four every weekday
0: here on Levac and Gaz. 95.9.9.80, 9, Fox Sports Radio. Some have tried to duplicate my style, and they all stink at it. This is our segment. Of, people don't know what this is. This is the stories that are happening right now that you care the most about. How do you figure that out, guys, every single time? Well, I see what are people talking about. What's getting the biggest traction? What's the biggest headline? Not just random five stories we haven't covered. The biggest stories of the day, thanks to our friends at Mohawk Conde. These guys, this team, has cracked their way on a Friday during football season in the fall in the top four at four, and that is the Savannah Bananas. (laughs) The Savannah Bananas are going to be at Cooperstown this weekend. Over 6,000 fans are scheduled to be there. I saw what happened yesterday in Syracuse involving the Savannah Bananas. I had buddies hit me up and saying, it's the best baseball game they've ever been to. They've never had more fun at that stadium. I know it's gone through a bunch of names in central New York than a Savannah Banana game. LeVac, this is all over the place. And now they're going to Cooperstown this week. Uh, Rachel from KISS1023, who's on right now, and of course, WGY, she said she wants everything she can to get there. She goes, she doesn't know how she's going to get there. She wants Savannah Banana gear. This is blown up, LeVac. What do you make of part one, the Savannah Bananas? And two, now that they're doing this at the hallowed grounds of Cooperstown, New York, this weekend.
1: I love what they're doing. Um, There's... There's something to be said for reinventing your lane. Like your minor league baseball team, look what's happened to our, our beloved Tri City Valley Cats. Right, you've been one of the top affiliates for forever. It feels like Major League Baseball goes, yeah, you know what? You're not anymore affiliated. So they had to like kind of reinvent. It. How do they want to do it? Do we want to join this league? Do we want to join that league? We, we we put on an amazing show. We have great concessions. We have great things. Whatever. If they went full in and just said, you know what we are now? We're a place where you can see good baseball, but more importantly, great entertainment. I wouldn't be mad at them. It's not, I, I don't know if I could go every night, but when there's like, you got like like dudes from what, like NSYNC or, or Backstreet or whatever coming in and, and like guest playing and they come in with intro and their own song. There's dudes on stilts and there's people like on fire. If a fan catches a, a ball, it's an out. Like it's all these like crazy things that you do and you're just like, I'm in like it's fun. They're just having a good time that like if I'm a baseball fan, I go, this isn't exactly baseball right now. Like this is if, if I'm a big fan of Greco Roman wrestling and I watch the WWE and I get upset. That's my own fault. Okay. It's not regular baseball. It's pure entertainment.
0: Let me do this for a third time today. Uh, react how you want because I'm over two right now for this comparison. Let's see if I'm about to make it over three. <laughs> I feel like it's the modern day Harlem Globetrotters. Um, I can see that. All right, one for three. All right, I can see it. I got who told you no? I got rejected hard by my buddy Mike out in Syracuse, Rachel, a little bit as well, saying the Savannah Bananas are way better than the Harlem Globetrotters.
1: Yeah, but again, you have to think of the time and what they were doing as well like, like the buckets of water, the buckets of confetti, all those things that the Globetrotters were doing. Um, you know, selling the entertainment of basketball, not so much the actual like nuts and bolts of how the game worked yeah i think it's extremely and now that they're even traveling they're not just staying down in savannah i I think it's a a solid comparison
0: and i know the globetrotters are still around it's not a shot to them but when the globetrotters were first launching it was like something nobody had ever seen before and that's the whole marvel of the act kind of what you're getting there the novelty of if you saw it all the time you'd feel like okay enough's enough but when it's now this traveling event And it's a great mix of, is it kids? Is it families? Is it a show? Is it a circus? Is it entertaining? Is it something to do? All of it. Yes. I believe Jesse Cole is the president, GM, Savannah Banana, uh, court jester, whatever term we want to give him there. Savannah Banana Baseball is taking over. And I love it. I want to go to, I I as well want to go to a Savannah Banana game and watch the craziness that's going on there. They're doing some huge numbers across digital and social. And that's kind of what it is. Capture the moment. They don't care about who went four for four with two home runs. They want to no. say how many views did they just get on TikTok and Instagram?
1: Well, yeah, they're, they're, it's, it's entertainment. It, it, that's what it is.
0: Let's keep baseball going here. Non Savannah Banana Box scores, but instead <gasps> baseball for the weekend. Store number three in the New York Yankees take on the Pittsburgh Pirates. That's an interleague matchup. 635, the first pitch set for that game. The New York Mets. You look at them, they host the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, by the way, that's a 710 first pitch. What happened to Ellie De La Cruz? My God, like the, the hype around this guy was awesome. So many dorks and nerds on social media were like, "Well, De La Cruz's bat per swing per average isn't as good." Sure enough, which I didn't want to have happen. Those dorks on social media were right. Like, De La Cruz is struggling because of that. The Reds are battling it right now for that wild card spot. The Toronto Blue Jays, out in Canada, host the Boston Red Sox tonight. Our coverage gets underway at six ten. 7 first pitch got to be careful with that canadian national anthem uh, i want to focus here on red Sox blue jays levac we can talk about the yankees as well of course but i kind of thought about this with the blue jays i saw richard deitch post this should blue jay fan feel disappointed about their season i think so i, I do too uh, go ahead for why you feel the same way that maybe i do as well
1: um because this, as soon as you said blue jays i already have your excuse why you didn't do what you should have done it's alec manoa he didn't he was this dominant big fellow who could just just straight pitch, and all of a sudden he got the yips or whatever. He he he's changed everything for you. You don't you don't have that guaranteed you know performance from him, and you're still you're still in play for the wild card. You're still whatever, but it's this is not the way this year was supposed to go. If, if Alec Manoa pitched to his average, you would be you yeah you would be you would already be a wild card. You'd probably be a contender for a like top wild card.
0: If you told Blue Jay fan you'd have 80 wins before the, I don't know, September 16th, and you'd be ahead of the Red Sox and the Yankees in the standings, you think, that's a great season. What's, what's what's going wrong? Oh, right now you're a game and a half out of the wild cards, and yeah. it's Tampa and Baltimore that are the top teams in the division. Toronto, that fan base would have told you right now, this is our year. You're telling me the Yankees and Red Sox are yeah. down? You're telling me that the Mariners are maybe the best team in the American League? You're telling me the Rays are missing one of their best players for stuff off the field, and we, all we got to do is beat the Orioles? This is our World Series. And they've had moments, Toronto. They
1: felt that way anyway. Yeah. They felt that way when everybody was healthy. They, they, again, young, talented team, lack some pitching. And you're like, if you were a fan, you're like, well, at least we got Alec Manoa. Oh, no, you don't. Nada, nada. Blue Jay
0: Still, as you mentioned, LeVac have a chance because of the wild card, but it's really a storyline that we might follow going forward again, back to the. National League wild card. The Reds are tied with the Diamondbacks, the Giants, the Phillies, and Cubs. And the Cubs got hot this summer and never cooled off. The Cubs holding on to one of those wild card spots for now. All oh, the Marlins aren't too far back either. They're only a half game out as well. well let's move on to story number two here. It's the college You football. know what's
1: all about the Yankees? Uh, Three-game series against Pittsburgh? Sure. Might, may never listen to the radio again with them because this is the first trip in, I don't know, a million, gajillion years that neither John Sterling or Susan Waldman are going to be on? Huh? Do you know who's calling that game? Yeah, two dudes.
0: One of the guys is the Siena broadcaster. Emmanuel Barbary. I believe is the last name you say his last name. E over at Siena. So the Siena broadcaster for hoops is calling the Yankee game.
1: He's not Susan. He's not John.
0: He's got a nice write up there in the New York Post. I'm forgetting the name of the other guy who's doing it. I know the uh, he was a double A broadcaster. I'm just blanking on it. I, I think not, his name's Jesse or something.
1: Uh, that's not Susan, right? The other that's guy's not, not John. not Susan. No. So it's not John and not Susan. So it's over. No more radio for me for the Yankees. You got to watch him on TV.
0: Now I got to look up this guy's name because it's going to drive me nuts. No. Who cares? He's
1: calling a Yankee game. Who cares? Who cares? Guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Who cares? Is it Shana? Is that why she's not there? I don't know, nor do I care. I just know they're not there. I don't care anymore. I'm done. I, I used to love picking on Susan. I still like picking on Susan. Let's be real. We met her. We talked to her. I like her very much now. I feel like I was a little cold. And now, if she's not there, I'm not there. Especially when I can just watch on TV.
0: I believe, believe his name is Shacklin. Right when I looked up who it was, my computer froze. And that's probably because I was looking at Yankee like stuff in the Red Sox. It doesn't you know.
1: matter, as your computer said. That's what it says doesn't matter. Sox don't matter. Yankees don't matter. doesn't matter.
0: Move on to story number two here involving college football. We'll dive deeper into this before we sign off around 445. Some of the college football headlines to note, I have Albany football on a bind this week because they've only taken on two
1: FBS teams.
0: Yeah. They had to go to Hawaii. Crazy oh, schedule. Oh, you need a break now, huh? Fine. Crazy schedule.
1: Crazy schedule for the Albany with their, uh, their STDs. Single digit dudes. Single
0: digit dudes. I see more and more people out there picking up on it a little bit. We look we you got the it. FCS sack leaders out there. That's good <laughs> stuff there Can't when it comes to you Albany <laughs> football and what's happening with that program. Even <laughs> though they're looking for their wins. Uh how about you? a sack leader. We'll give some love to Union. Union has a Friday night game against Springfield. Not the Saturday game, a Friday night game tonight. The Union Dutchmen are getting love in that spot. So we'll see what Union can do. Also some college football action. At the That's the Division Three level. We've touched on the FCS level. Some FBS games of note as well, involving some top-tier teams. Florida State takes on Boston College. That's a noon kickoff to be aware of. LSU and Mississippi State also a noon kickoff. Kansas State taking on Missouri and more. Uh, LeVec, I think we hold on to our college football takes unless there's a storyline or some theme that's jumping out to you this week. It feels like this is an off week for the FBS level until the marquee games come rolling next week
1: uh, there's only there's, there's the biggest story in college football and i know you're going to want to talk about it later so we won't i will put my hat and glasses on and not talk to you about it right now gosh you
0: getting so many save good, it
1: save it for prime time
0: so many good coded things you've done ah. on today's show that if you're listening you got to feel like a detective here we go with story number ah. one it's nfl football action the new york team's of course in action this week that's the giants taking on the cardinals you can hear the kickoff and more the complete coverage dare i say three o'clock coverage gets underway 405 kickoff as the arizona cardinals host the new york giants the new york jets dallas cowboys it's the 425 kickoff there and the buffalo bills take on levax las vegas <coughs> Ra- <Easy>. Ma- <laughs> raiders easy. at one o'clock <coughs> that's a that's- cough button guys you can use that go ahead
1: if you can't do it, don't do it. I usually am better at it. You can do that, or you can do it. Raiders. You can do either one of those. No, but you can't. You suck. Um, I, I, honestly, to be perfectly honest with you, I can make probably all three of these games part of fantasy versus reality today. I like, I, I like a wager in all three of these games. Two a little more than the others. So we'll have to see if all three. If there's a, we have a a, a New York trifecta of plays in my fantasy versus reality coming up today uh, after the top four four, or or, or, next. Is that
0: next? We're going to do it next after the top four, four. Yeah, you said it right though. After the top four, four coming up next, next? we will say one other thing for some complete previews. I know earlier in the hour, we touched on some of the games that jumped out to us and more. If you want some picks, some fantasy football advice, some all that's coming up here, fantasy versus reality, but don't forget, join us 1101 Rivers Casino and Resort. We got some cool rivers news
1: coming. We got, a, you know what? We got no a Bills lot. No Bills fans allowed this week, by we, the way. We got a lot there's to a tell rule. you
0: this four o'clock hour.
1: There's a rule. I saw it. It was written up next to our names at Van Slicks that um, on this day, this Sunday, no Bills fans allowed. It's just <laughs> Raiders fans. That's all that's allowed yeah. there. It's going to be. I mean, listen. I, I don't make these rules. I just, I just enforce them. Um, all right. There's your top four. Four thanks to Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you, um, man. Yeah, I think, I can't believe it's already, so I guess I have to figure out what I'm going to do for fantasy versus reality. Yes, you do. (laughs) You got to figure
0: that out. Here's the thing, though. Hopefully, you'll sleep well doing it, Levesque. You'll have good picks. You'll sleep well. Life will be
1: good. I, um, (laughs) to show you how well I've been sleeping lately, I, uh, I got attacked by the, the, the cats. What? So I was out. I was out cold. And like we have, uh, we have a, we have like my my daughter has like this young cat that wants to like play with the older big cat all the time. So the older big cat must have decided it was going to hide in my room from the fight. Well, the fight broke out on me and I started dreaming, (laughs) I started dreaming about about a fight, like a real fight. And I woke up to them fighting on me. That's how out I was. Like I didn't just, can you imagine two cats that probably uh, combined total like 30 pounds jumping on you? and fighting and you dream about it for a little while before you wake up because you're that out that's how out i was that's how out i was uh and that was because of the integrative sleep center in Boston Spa. i used to be the lightest sleeper in the world my daughter would pick on me for it she's like it, when she was little she'd come and she'd be like dad and I'd be, like, I'd be on my feet like fighting stance like what huh ah! what now, because I have the mouthpiece, which keeps my airway open, which allows me to sleep deeply, get down into that REM sleep that helps your brain heal, lets your mood get better, all those things. I, and I continue to breathe all night, which is big. Uh, it's all because the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa with Dr. Fred Gere. Now I'm sleeping good. I'm sleeping really, really good. It's awesome. Uh, it's made such a difference for me and it can for you as well. I mean, there's people out there that need the mask with the hoses and the wires or the surgery or the whatever. I think if you do any of those things and it works for you, Far be it for me to tell you not to. But if you do those things you don't, know, at least call Dr. Dreer first. I don't know if that makes sense to me. Give him a call. 518-885-6285. Dr. Fred Dreer in the Integrave Sleep Center in Boston. Father, help me sleep better. They'll help you sleep better, too. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to Hooters. It's coming up next. I know my three plays. I'm ready to go. Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. It's time for fantasy. Every year I set this league up. Every year. And I never
0: win. This was the year. Oh, I don't know how to set a lineup. Stupid. Stupid versus reality. Baby, we done it.
2: We're rich, baby. Break out the red panties. We're rich, baby. With LeVac and Gods,
1: Ah, yes! Fantasy versus reality. Gods finally paid off the last fantasy versus reality wager yesterday. Thirty rack of ice cold (laughs) beers. LeVac wisers, if you will. Um, So, uh, when I win this year, I figure I'll be in my retirement home and they will be knocking the door, and guys will be there with you. Would you like some beer? And I'll be like, I don't know who
0: you are. Um, this I- time those beers might be consumed under the orange roof thanks to our friends at Hooters on Wolf Road, your yes. place for NFL action all season long, from Thursday night to Monday night to Sunday night, Sunday afternoon, 4.30, window, whatever it is, we love our friends over at Hooters. Rumor has it we might be bumping into some of them tonight.
1: Possibly, and uh, while we're there, we'll, uh, we'll make sure that... Uh, they know we're aware of the three ninety nine Miller Lite, Coors Light drafts on game days, and the four ninety nine Sam Adams in Oktoberfest drafts. We know that at Hooters. Uh, all right, well, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember who won last week. I know somebody went two and one, and somebody went zero oh three. Oh, it's uh, this guy who went two and one. I'm going uh, to let you lead, though, guys, because, uh, of course, as everybody knows, fantasy versus reality, I'm going to pick three wagers against the spread. I am using betrivers.com to get my numbers right now uh, because, of course, uh, we do this the Sunday show live from Rivers, so I figure that's the perfect place to do it. You're going to give us three fantasy players that you want to outperform their projected total for that game.
0: That's right. Half point PPR scoring projections thanks to Yahoo. I have a lot of excuses. Two of my plays missed by a combined four points. Whatever. 0-3 is 0-3.
1: Hey, guys, you know that excuses are like buttholes. Everyone's got them, and no one wants to hear either one of yours. Let's go.
0: All right, I'm going to lead this off. Now, remember, it's beating the projection. This one is more so for players who do the weekly fantasy football matchups rather than season long because the first one's going to sound like I'm copping out, but I'm not. Mm -hmm. I'm taking Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Okay. Oh, guys, you can take Mahomes every week. No, no, no. No, no. Remember, last week, Mahomes did not hit his projection. And a lot of times, Mahomes, of maybe any fantasy football player out there, the projected point per week should be the highest for Patrick Mahomes. But why I'm taking over on Mahomes, which currently sits at 22.78, I'm going to round it up to 22.8 for math's sake. 22 points to the number for Mahomes. Remember, he takes on the Jacksonville Jaguars this week. The Jags rank in the top five in fantasy football points allowed to quarterbacks. Wait, what? They only had one game. Anthony Richardson? Did the rookie look that good against the Jacksonville Jaguar defense? Mahomes can benefit from Jacksonville's defense allowing a lot of points to quarterbacks. Oh, by the way, he is Patrick Mahomes. Oh, by the way, I might be hoping that I'm placing this now on a... Friday afternoon and if Travis Kelsey goes that number might go up a little bit this is the only time all season I get that advantage and I'm using it Mm -hmm. the number sits at 22.8 I'm going to round it up but Mahomes against Jacksonville Jaguar defense get it now before you get news on Kelsey taking the over on Mahomes I have him on more than 50% of my fantasy teams I need to start winning more thank you Mahomes let's make it happen
1: such a wimp such a wimp wimp play I think Patrick Mahomes will play well during a football game um, here's, here, let me let me help everybody out here, right? So the key to betting, week two of the NFL season is not overreacting. Let the line makers and Joe Public go crazy. You just sit back, look for good teams that are being underestimated, and also keep an eye on those bad teams that are being overly celebrated. I'm going to start with the New York football Giants. They are at the Arizona Cardinals. The Giants are a four-point favorite Total of forty. I think the New, jo- New York Football Giants played about as bad as humanly possible last week when they lost the Dallas Cowboys forty to nothing. Pair that with the clearly tanking Cardinals taking a lead into the what late third into the fourth quarter against the Commanders, and you've got yourself a solid overreaction here. This is a uh, this, this is as close as and I hate I hate myself for saying this. This is as close to a must win as you can get. In week two of an NFL season. No. I didn't Zach. call it a must win, but it's very close. Well, who do the Giants play next week? Someone really good. The 49ers. Okay, so you're 0-1. No one believes in you. You have the 49ers on deck. You have to wear out the Cardinals. Give me the Giants. Give me Big Blue. I'll lay the four points over the Cardinals.
0: I have one question for you, and I told you this. I would ask you this question. Here I go again earlier in the week.
1: Here I go, Here I go.
0: What's considered a good performance for the Giants against the Cardinals? I'm going to ask you one more time on Sunday too. What's a good performance for New
1: York? You're going to hold the Cardinals to less points than you by about five or more. Uh, <laughs> you need a win, baby. I think you just. I think you need to. You need to keep Daniel Jones upright. The offensive line needs to look solid. The the Saquon Barkley needs to have some fun out there. I, I think. I think a lot of going can come down to the play. Of Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones has a good day. That offensive line keeps him pretty much clean. They're gonna everybody's gonna say it was a good day for the Giants. One other follow up here: Are you at least surprised at that
0: number? Like, did you think it would be seven, seven and a half, six and a half, eight and a half? I think if they had
1: lost by a field goal, or if you know maybe scored some points against the Cowboys, this would be a touchdown plus game because everyone knows the Cardinals are tanking. It doesn't. It doesn't help that the Cardinals looked pretty good against the Commanders. Like You had them. You loved that game going in with the spread. The, the Commanders just... <laughs> both teams could be accused of tanking. One's obvious. And, and, but the problem is that the, the Cardinals played better than anticipated or the Commanders played worse. I think it's a little bit of both, but I really, really think the Giants, Brian Dable, his staff, they're going to get these guys marching in the right direction. There's not a lot of easy wins on their schedule. This should be one, and they won't treat it as such. They'll go out there and stomp up on them. I'm going to follow up on a theme you just let off with talking about don't overreact
0: too much off of week one. And that's where my play here is for the running back position. Because if you watched the game last night, there was talks there in the Philadelphia local media that DeAndre Swift was going to get more carries in week two in comparison to week one because he barely touched the ball in week one. Well, DeAndre Swift had a really good game last night. It also still is awkward to see a player run around with number zero out there Look like an actual different person than what he used to look like for the Lions. So I see another report coming from an NFL market that a running back who didn't get a lot of carries in week one might have more of a usage in the offense in week two because they wanted to limit his touches early in his career. I'm going to buy it this time. That's Jameer Gibbs, running back for the Detroit Lions, who's projected for 12.26. Dan Campbell, the offense... Hey, David Montgomery had a really good game last week statistically, so why not the rookie this time? Now, again, Dan Campbell, quote, now they've got that one under the belt, so for Gibbs, he'll begin to get more touches now. That is from the coach's mouth. We know NFL coaches lie, but I'm willing to go for this one for Gibbs. Seattle has allowed the sixth most fantasy football points to running backs so far this season. What? How? The Rams, I thought, had that Puka guy out there. The Rams defense, I know, good, strong defensive line. These are the numbers Yahoo tells me. It's in green. I'll believe Yahoo like I'll believe Dan Campbell this week. Give me Gibbs to go over his
1: total projected number of 12.26. See what I'm saying, people? So far this season, it's been one game. One game. We're, we're, We're already saying so far this season. You know what? I love this game, the game you're talking about. I do have um, uh, some wagers out there sprinkled around. I do have Gibbs anytime touchdown out there in the universe, in the periphery, in the ether, if you will. But possibly my, my favorite play is this game. The Lions are coming off a win over Kansas City Chiefs to start this season, and the Seahawks got beat down by the Rams. The Seahawks are better than they played against the Rams. I know their offensive line is beat up. I know you're obviously are going to have that, that pass rush. You're going to have Aiden Hutchinson, who some people said should have been Heisman and didn't vote for him. Hey, but you also have a Lions team that, let's be honest, you got lucky. You were going against a Chiefs team without Mr. Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, without Mr. Chris Jones, and you still should have lost. Like, you should have lost that game. They played, if it's not for Kadarius Hands of Stone, Tony, you lose that game, and now I'm supposed to believe you're five points better than a Pete Carroll coach defense? Nah! Give me the Seahawks, I'll take five points, and I'll whoop your rear end. I I might grab Seahawks' money line right before the game starts.
0: I like that play a lot. A lot. I mark that, star it. That's a very good It play. would have been
1: my final play, but since you did that game, I went with it and... Moved it up. I'll tell you this on Monday and Tuesday. That was my closer. That was my showstopper.
0: Monday and Tuesday, that was my favorite play. It's changed. I'll save that one for Sunday. But for a while in this week, Levac, I like that play a lot out of you. Let's move on to my final one here. I whiffed on the tight end last week, but not really because TJ Hawkinson decided to have a great game last night, the week after I picked him to have a huge game. That's fine. I'm going back to the tight end well. I can go for a wide receiver. I know wide receivers are all over the place, but I'm going to the tight end well for a few reasons. It's Hunter Henry's my play here for the New England Patriots as they take on the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins, third most fantasy football points allowed to tight ends, according to Yahoo. If you don't like these weird projections, take it up with Yahoo. When Hunter Henry went for 14 points last week, he was projected for five. Over the course of the past four days... Not today, but Thursday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Monday. Did it in that order. He's been a top two added player in Yahoo Fantasy Football League. Added him to a team. There you go. So if you've been struggling for the tight end position, or maybe you've said that this guy can potentially get more targets and catches and everything else, Hunter Henry, Patriot offense, here's what's catching me off guard. That number's still at five again this week. Mm -hmm. So Hunter Henry's been crazy added, double-digit game last week, six targets, one more time on the number. I'm going over on Hunter Henry's projected five points. That's it. 5.02. I'll take that. Give me Hunter Henry to have a good game. If you add him in your lineup, he's going to do better than whatever in the world tight end you had on last week.
1: You know that overreaction coin we were talking about earlier with the New York football giants? They, you know, they get beat down 40 nothing. Everybody undervalues them moving forward. Well, there's another side to that coin. It would be if you beat a team. 40 nothing, and then everyone started overvaluing you. And now all of a sudden, let's say you go up against a team that even though they won, a Hall of Fame quarterback is out in the first five plays with a ruptured Achilles. I mean, that's the recipe for the overreaction line of the of the decade, the century. Uh, the Cosmos has never seen such a mismatch as the Jets versus the Cowboys. Nine points, baby. You tell me I take the Jets... With a superior defense. I know the Cowboys defense is very good. Don't get me wrong. I'm a, very, I'm a big Dan Quinn guy. the a corn guy too. But I, I get it. Everybody's going to be on the Cowboys. The Jets will keep this game close. They have a good running game. They have a superior defense. They play special teams. They won without Rodgers. Okay, everybody's like, forget us about that part. It's like, oh my God, Rodgers and blood ruptured. And the Jets cease to exist. No, they won the freaking game. They came back to win against a very, very good Bills team. Now you think they're going to lose by 10 to the to the Cowboys? Ah, that's so fast. Give me gangrene plus nine. I love the Jets this week. I love, 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 love them.
0: I want to give love to Justin and Connor, both Jet fans and Gilderland, who left me a message and said, can't believe you're a Jets hater now. We're with LeVac. Go, Jets. Let's go. That's what's up. You like the Jets? I know I'm getting some heat still for my Mark Sanchez is far better than Zach Wilson. Take we'll find out more about that this week,
1: whether or not they can do it. That, all they, all yeah. Zach Wilson has to do this week is not be the reason they lose. Like Nathaniel Hackett, buddy Hackett, Mr. Gold member is gonna pull him into a room and go, listen, buddy, what do you need to hear? What do you need to hear? And he's gonna go. Well, I just bought it. Ah. Here's what you need to hear: Don't throw it to the other team. Throw it away. Eat the sack. Do not put our defense in a bad position. And we're gonna. We might even win this freaking thing. And then watch how the story changes.
0: My feel on that game right now is the first three drives. Maybe even for no, no. I to say different two. Nah, nah. First two drives. You'll know very quick if the Cowboy defense is that fast as it looked against New York. If Zach Wilson has a. Flow for the offense. If Nathaniel Hackett's got it going. You'll know quick in that game if it's going to be closer, a
1: blowout. That's an in-game for me. Micah Parsons used Evan Neal like a club. Like, he picked him up and swung him at Daniel Jones. I know we got an old guy and a big guy for the Jets. He ain't picking him up. It ain't going to happen. Tell you. All right, give me your recap. All you- right, I'm going to go backwards here again. Trying to beat the
0: half-point PPR projections thanks to Yahoo and half-point PPR leagues. 5.02 is the number for Hunter Henry. He goes over in that game against Miami. Jameer Gibbs out of the backfield. The rookie from Alabama His number 12.26. He goes over in that match against the Seahawks. Patrick Mahomes. Boo, guys, boo. I'm just playing it safe here because Kelsey is not officially in the lineup i know his numbered projection stays low because of that i'll take advantage in this game 22.8 number for my homes for now wouldn't be shocked if that moved up if kelsey plays on
1: sunday for me the man who is currently leading fantasy versus reality thanks to hooters on wolf road i like the new york football giants i'll lay the four points the cardinals are actively trying to lose football games the giants need this win they will show you some stuff they will shut up the critics for a little while let's go with their roommates Let's go let's go with the other half of the Snoopy Bowl. The Jets, everyone's acting like they lost. Everyone's acting like there's nothing left for them. Their 53-man roster was stolen by aliens. It has not been. Jets plus nine. <laughs> I'm glad you had to clarify that. I, we just had to be careful. <laughs> love, I saw a ship come down from Achilles. Took them all. I think they're in a dark retreat somewhere. All right, and finally, <laughs> I love the Seahawks this week. This is another situation. I get it. The Seahawks offensive line is is pretty atrocious. However, You've had a week now to prepare. You you you're ready to go. It's a Pete Carroll defense. They're going to make some noise in this game against the Lions. Lions should not have won last week. Give me the Seahawks plus five. That is fantasy versus reality. Thanks to our friends over at Hooters on Wolf Road. Let me some Hooters on Wolf Road. It's always a good time. And um, yeah, I, I think we're going to hang out with some of those guys later tonight over at Rivers Casino and, and Resort. What where the, what is wrong with us, by the way? What do you mean? So like back in the day when people read magazines. Like you would like if you got with Playboy, like I ah, I read it for the articles. Like we go to Hooters and we literally go for the dudes. Like it's like my buddy Dan and Sean and Ricky work here. We're here to see them. Please leave us alone, pretty women, and bring us chicken wings. Thank you. Um, We're changed, man. It's something. Something's wrong with us. I think I don't know if we've changed for the better this time. They're all gossy bear. Uh, I will tell you this: you have made a change for the better. You never liked coffee. You always fought me on energy drinks in the past. I started drinking C4, Smart Energy, Ultimate Energy, Uh, just C4. I love the grape, the orange, the Starburst, the Midnight Cherry. i got to get that for you. I keep forgetting to grab that for you, Mm. Um, which you can get those at all at Stewart's, the the Ultimate and the Smart, get over at Speedway. But, like, you don't like coffee. You started trying to do it now that you you got the two little ones running around the house keeping you up all the time. Now you're, you're sipping on the C4 during the day. It's changing.
0: I had the orange slice today. Ooh, so many people need that cool. extra boost to get their morning started. Again, if you got toddlers like me, if you started a new job, if your hours are just all over the place in the fall, maybe your weekends are no longer weekends. Maybe your vodka's is lonely because. <laughs> because you're always doing something here's what i've learned about coffee and other energy drinks they don't taste good there's certain people who think they know how to make coffee and it's not the way you want it there are certain energy drinks that get pumped up and you taste like six hours later i still feel it in my mouth that's not how c4 goes great taste gives you that extra boost you need sugar nah not happening there i'm doing a lot of la night today i've been watching some videos i need him on the show at some point c4 makes me feel good to start the day right Make sure you head over,
1: grab it, make it a part of your morning or wherever you need it. It's now become a part of my life, LeVac. You're right. It's awesome. I love going by Stewart's right near the house. And if I'm over by Speedway, I get the ultimate energy. C4 Smart Energy. Enjoy it yourself some. Play of the Day coming up next right here. LeVac and Goss, Fox Sports Radio 95.9, 980. And on your HD tuner at 1031 2 LeVac and Goss for USX pest control, of course. um, As the seasons change, so do the threats to your house I know there are new threats to my house. I don't know nor do I care what they are because I went to usxpest.com, got the free inspection done, and now I'm I'm covered. I got the non-chemical exclusion package. I got the platinum coverage, which means Frank's coming out there and just making sure everything's right. Certain things might hit your
0: kitchen floor or maybe you have a sunroom or a nice patio. And you look down and you're like, oh, no, that's just a chocolate chip. Oh, no, that's just (laughs) something I dropped earlier. And you convince yourself it's not going to move. But then you start seeing it move, and then you're too lazy to get up and change that USX pest control while you're staring at your phone convincing yourself that See, you're I fruitful. thought
1: I was the weird one last time we did this. And when you said those things, I thought about rooms I didn't go into. But the fact that you're dropping food on the floor and leaving it there, you're the weird one. Who? You. you I'm just not, said, no, 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 no. You said there's a piece of chalk on the floor. I don't think it's going to move. And then it moves, and that's why I need USX Pest Control. Now I understand how USX Pest Control saved your marriage. I never said the word I, or I just you offered saw up an example. It. You saw chocolate on the floor. You didn't pick the chocolate up, and now you have ants or mice or something. And you don't because USX Pest Control took care of you, but now I understand how it saved your marriage.
0: You know what, podcast audience, are you listening to Live right now, 95.9, 980, hd 2 If you're a friend of mine or a family member, I want you to figure out who it is. Whose house I saw it at, because it wasn't mine, like LeVac Mm -hmm. said. My house Mm -hmm. is clean. USX Pest Control Mm -hmm. got those pests out of my home. So if you have food moving around your home, it's on you. You should have taken my advice. Some of you have. More of you should.
1: Oh, man. It's now you're being judged. Part of the uh, Gagne family of brands, which you know and love from uh, Cat's Eye Pest Control. Go to usxpest.com today. It's
0: LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980.
1: Jogo is a saint. She's a saint. She will
0: not tolerate a dirty home. Her mom grandma oh, boy yeah i mean, I mean I'm, very I, very tidy people
1: I'm a, I'm a clutter guy but i'm not a dirty guy like there's stuff i'll bring home stuff and i'll put down like like i ordered these um <laughs> this, is, this is the the ultimate procrastination uh story i got these like really cool rubbermaid bins with wheels so that you can like roll them under your bed so you can store everything and then just store it under your bed or under the bed in the guest room so i brought them inside they're in the, they're in the kitchen there's, they're just all stacked up in the kitchen.
0: <laughs> There's levels to people. Like no one wants to admit they're dirty. They might say they're messy, but no one wants to admit they're a dirty person. So like dirty's the furthest on the. Uh, I use uh, spectrum. We'll say right. Dirty's the furthest. Super neat freak is way at the end. Like where the toothbrushes are lined up, where it's spotless at your home. Some of you have rooms that don't even have a purpose in your home. You know what I'm Someone's talking about. Someone's calling you. I see that is right it, now. Is it your wife it's saying spam. stop talking?
1: Your wife said stop talking about our, our bathroom.
0: Oh, Now I'm kind of nervous about whose number that is. But there are some people who have rooms in their home that no one sits in because they're that level. That needs to be yeah. cleaned for no other purpose than that. I would say you and I both fall in the middle somewhere of not dirty people, not always in a rush to clean things. And yeah. that's okay. I think that's a, a healthy way. Here's the other thing I learned about clean people. Some clean people only want to have rules that they want to follow. Again, not to say names here, but I watched somebody be like a super neat freak when it comes to cleaning their home, but three hours later, there's a dish out with like the food still <laughs> in it. Like, you, you are the person who, but there's just like I can see the flies around it now. Aww. Like, why did you? Yeah,
1: that's
0: so some people just yeah. like think they're clean, but they're really not.
1: The second there's insects or pests involved, I'm out. Like, I'm out. That's and for that reason, I am out. I'll admit what's wrong with me. Like when I walked in today, um, our one of our sales reps, Dave. I walked in, you know, I'm, I had my glasses on, everything. He's like, man, I thought you were like a cop or something when you walked in here. I was like, nah. He goes like, you know, like, like a Mr. T vibe. I go, maybe Mr. Obesity, uh, but not Mr. T himself. <laughs> I was like, and Dave was afraid to laugh. Um but yeah, so I'll admit when I'm when I'm wrong about stuff, but that's yeah, that's I can't believe you left chocolate on the floor. Well, I can't wait, um, wait I gotta pick up
0: that segue right there. Admit yeah. when you were wrong. Let's talk some college football here. <laughs> Have you admitted you might be joining the Colorado Buffalo bandwagon? Because Levac, not one, but two national networks are in Boulder this week. <laughs> Fox noon kickoff, which is a lot of fun. People, give it a shot. It's it's just no rules. They don't care what they're doing on the noon kickoff. It is a great time. Noon kickoff. The game is Penn State, Illinois in Champaign. You know what Fox said? Nah. (laughs) Our friends in the Big Fox said, we don't want to go to Champaign. We're going back to Colorado, Boulder for another week for Colorado, Colorado State. College game day ESPN said, oh, really? So are we. (laughs) So Deion Sanders in mid-September for a rivalry game involving Colorado State has two national networks there for the game. And I'm sure you've seen the headlines here involving Coach Norvell and the sunglasses yeah. and everything
1: else. Did you see what, what Dion did today? Oh, yeah, he did. Brought in sunglasses for his entire team. Like, is that, like, I don't, that must be the new world with the NIL. Cause, like, I I know that's something you couldn't have got away with in the past. Unless it was like, I'll let you guys borrow these sunglasses. Wink, wink. Um, no, I, I think he'll win this. I think they'll win this game. See, that's the problem. What I just did right there. That's really what's happening right here. The ESPN. Fox, uh, Barstool, um, the Independent, Pilgrim News, whatever the hell—they're all there for Dion. Like they're not there because Colorado's a better team. They're there because Dion is Dion. He's a spectacle. He makes everything about himself. And that's—and listen, it's happening again this week. It should be about the fact that these guys came in and they're playing great. And he'll say those things. But now it's personal because. Someone had the nerve to question whether or not he was polite because he wears a hat and sunglasses. How dare you? It was gonna be a nice game. Now it's personal. They had to go and make it personal. If the worst thing someone ever said about me is I wear a hat and sunglasses, I would thank them. I'd be like, cool, appreciate you for noticing. Like what like it's out of control.
0: Here's the thing with Colorado. I love everything about it because it's such a different storyline than anything I can compare as a college football fan. Usually, college football storylines aren't the most compelling unless it's an individual based player. Like, we've seen players like Tebow and Lamar Jackson. There have been players who, Reggie Bush, like Heisman Trophy winning players who, Johnny Manziel, like, there have been guys who changed programs and they became the story of the season. It's rare. I change the program every
1: time Manziel's on it.
0: It's really rare you get an underdog story in college football, which March Madness can be behind the Cinderella stories. Or was an
1: under Buffalo?
0: And the, the NFL can create its own headlines. But Colorado is so different than anything else. Here's what we have to remember, and you listening have to remember this. No matter what age you're, I'm going through this right now in my life. Some things aren't for you. And what I mean by that is the Colorado thing you just talked about there. Grown adults probably think that's lame. Oh, your coach showed up with sunglasses. You think that's cool because he's trying to find a way to hype you guys up? If you're in your 30s, you probably don't think that's cool. If you're in your late 20s or 40s or 50s, you're probably like, all right, man. You know, honestly, the Colorado State coach had a point. You should do that in front of adults. There are probably a group of people who don't think it's cool and actually agree with Colorado State's head coach. If you're a teenager, you probably think it's the greatest thing ever. You're sitting in your meeting with your coach and you just got free sunglasses. You're on a nationally televised game and the camera. That's awesome. Like I'm rewatching Power Rangers with my three-year-old right now. (laughs) There are some episodes that are trash. Like I can't watch it, but I have to remember this isn't for me. Space Jam, the movie. There are certain movies I go back and watch as a kid. Like I loved them as a kid. You watch them as an adult. They're not good because it's not for adults. That's what Colorado football is right now. It's not for grown men. It's not for old white guy yelling at the television who wants. I
1: am not old.
0: Third and two. I want to run. What's up with this option offense? Oh, play the game. It's not for you. It's for the kid who's transferring the NIL, the TikTok views, the Instagram reels. Colorado football is not for you. But it's like nothing I've seen before. I can't wait. Levac, ten o'clock kickoff Mountain Time. Excuse me, ten o'clock kickoff Eastern Time, eight o'clock Mountain. Some would call that edible time. There would be some fans who are oh, watching Jesus. that game and under. That's what we're
1: doing now. That's how we do it. We can't call it edible time out there. I didn't it's know legal? that was like we needed that like like distinction. <laughs> I probably wouldn't need it to not scream at the television when he's on. I didn't know that was like a thing. You throw the Super Mario Brothers on. I heard of Beer 30. I never heard of Edible Time, though.
0: Edible Time on the uh, the mountain time. I can't wait to watch that game. That's my favorite thing. That besides Syracuse football getting a primetime WGY Peacock GY kickoff set for 730, pregame set for 630. But that's a nationally televised and broadcasted game. I love my orange. That's great, Levac. Syracuse get a little prime time slot. Don't tell me the schedule stinks this week, because I know that's the it answer. Does. Well, okay. I mean it does.
1: <laughs> I'm not saying it to be a jerk. I mean it it's not it's it's not the best. It, let's let's put it like that. But there's some good games. There's some there's some games worth watching. That Colorado game is now worth watching. Um I will say this. This is where I've I've officially reached my level of what the bleep is happening here. Um I just happened to pick up FanDuel because we're into our play of the day. Yes. So I opened up FanDuel because I was I'm I'm getting better at shopping lines because I, as I've told you before, I won last night because I took the seven that Fanduel was giving me, not the six that Bat Rivers was giving me, not the six that Draft. Like so, I found like the line I wanted. Um, So in the in the bar for college football, when you go to Fanduel right now, it's featured. It's all the games. Colorado national championship. Colorado has their own freaking tab at FanDuel because they know that people are going to sign up to bet on or against Prime
0: Well, you heard the stats that we heard last week. Everyone heard them. I mean, if you didn't, we'll repeat them back that Colorado's game last week against Nebraska was not only the most wagered-upon college football game last week, it had three times as much action as any other college football game and in certain books more action than any NFL game. Mm. That's why Colorado's getting the top billing here on some mm. sites.
1: Getting their own bar. Like, its own their own tab. That's, that's crazy. So here's my dream dream scenario. Colorado's the better team of the two, right? If if all of this isn't going on, they're probably, what, 17-point favorites? Maybe, maybe 16 and a half? Yep. So it's 23. It's now it's up to 23 and a half because of the drama. I hope that Colorado covers. And I hope they feel really good, fat, and happy because Oregon is going to slap the smile off your face next week. My, I have, like, four college plays that I am making this week. But the, my real play of the day is Oregon next week. Whatever the spread is, doesn't matter because Colorado is about to swim with a bigger fish, and, it, and, it's, and it's going to be the Ducks. I need to make
0: a call over to a certain Oregon Duck alumni. I'll leave that tease out there. I know we've been emailing back and forth this week, LeVac, about a certain Oregon Duck alumni who's a part of the – Fox Sports team. He You're supposed to, be to
1: go to the other guy. You're supposed to get a hold of the bear. I'm supposed to get a hold of the duck. Once you get a hold of the bear, I'll reach out to the duck. That's a great.
0: It's a great coded answer. I like Thank that. You. It's very good. Thank you. All right. Here's my play of the day. Thank you to Mohawk Chevrolet. I'm just doing college because I'm going to give some yeah. of the NFL picks coming up when we are live at Rivers Casino, eleven to one o'clock on Sunday. So I like Rutgers minus seven in that game. That line has been all. You.
1: Do you like Rutgers as well? I always like Rutgers, unless you're playing Michigan. That's not my play of the day.
0: That line opened at like four and a half, and it keeps going up and up for Rutgers. I know when you think college football, you don't think about Rutgers, but that line's moved to seven. I like Rutgers in that matchup. I know earlier in the show, I told you how much I love a 48 and a half under. There was times in that game, as we mentioned at the top of the show, that I looked like I was smart. I'm going back to the well. Oregon State, San Diego State, two really run-heavy teams. I'm going to take the under in Oregon State, San Diego State, because two very run-focused teams out in the West. Those are the two that jump out. If if you're listening on the app, take my orange, minus 2.5 on the road against Purdue. Some New Yorkers can't play that game, but I would play Syracuse. Confident in that play, especially with a home team getting points. That's bizarre in that matchup. I know Brett Musburger said there's nothing better than that than a home team getting points. My last play here, and I've been dancing on this one all week, It stinks. It stinks like a diaper. I just told you that the big noon kickoff is not going to Penn State, Illinois. Why? So Penn State should destroy Illinois. Penn State's got a five-star quarterback. LeVar Arrington's calling the best defense he's seen in 20 years on our our morning drive show here on 95-9 and 98. They're only a two-touchdown favorite. Illinois stinks. Mm -hmm. That line stinks. Everything about that. I'm taking Illinois. Mm-hmm. I would get Illinois at 14 and a half and then 13 and a half and then six and a half. I would chop that baby up a little bit. Illinois with the points because that
1: stinks. Uh, all right. I got four and nothing. I don't love anything in college this weekend the way that I like what you've heard already from fantasy versus reality um, and then whatever I end up doing for the C4 smart energy Bankroll Challenge. challenge. I like the NFL a lot better than the, the uh, college circuit this weekend, but. I like Florida State. I'll lay the 24-and-a-half. I think this is one of those situations where the big programs, uh, they're playing Boston College. Boston College is not good enough to beat them, even in Boston College. I think the big programs are looking at themselves going, I'm a little sick of hearing about Colorado. Florida State, hey, you know where that guy played college football, the one you guys are all paying attention to? Right here, okay? So I think they go out and they make a little <laughs> statement. They, they try to get a little attention. Um, I I like Penn State. Again, okay. I, I think – I think Penn State is in a in a unique position right now where everyone's paying attention to them again, and I think they do well when they're in that position. Chad Powers tried out to be their quarterback. That's, that's
0: Eli Manning.
1: <laughs> they knew, right? How did no one catch that? Like the, I know when they did it with with Jared Goff years ago, it was like you could you couldn't really tell it was him. This is Eli Manning with a wig and, and a nose. Thing. Like it's obvious. Uh, I do like Penn State. I'll lay the fourteen and a half. I like uh, Miami Ohio. I'll take the fourteen and a half from them, and then. I think Oregon Hawaii is going to be fun to watch because how how bad Hawaii is going to look. I'll go over sixty nine and a half on that one. Nice. So that's those are my four. That's what I got.
0: Let me toss one out because my dad had one he wanted to really get out there too. Iowa State Ohio Ohio's only a two and a half point underdog. Doesn't make sense. A Mister Goss play. He likes the Bobcats this week. You want to make sure I mentioned that on the show this All week. Right.
1: I don't hate that. I might throw that around. That's that's a good one. I like that. And now. Wait, your last time your dad did a play, we were at the wedding, and it didn't go very well, right? Wasn't it like a, uh, wasn't an FCS school beating an FBS school? I don't remember that one. was it? Didn't Virginia lose outright, and they weren't supposed to? <laughs> yeah, I think didn't so. They, sorry, TG too. Was that
0: Old Dominion when they were still FCS? It so might have been. <laughs> I don't remember.
1: I just know that like I just know he was he was he was sure he had it, and then we were sure he had it. And then we look back, and it, we, he didn't have it, so that's why I'm, I'm just going to leave that out there. Um, so next time we talk to everybody will be Sunday from Rivers Casino and Resort, eleven to one. We'll be in Van Slick's. We're going to go over there in a little while because uh, earlier today you heard us talk to Kyle Kyle Glashin, who's fighting tonight. Our buddy Ricky is fighting tonight. Shout out to Ricky, man! We got to give New him York, some yeah. love. We've known him for a long time. Hopefully he does well as well, as well tonight. So uh, yeah, so we're going to head on over. We're going to watch the fights a little bummed you can't bat him um just more than a little but and you know we're gonna hang out we're have a blast
0: i believe we're not in the media section either so we are allowed to be. cheer have
1: fun i might wear a try l- to stop
0: me. What?
1: stop me okay i'll tell you right now if you're not one of the 26 people paid to jump around in your shorts with no shirts on go ahead and try and stop me from cheering go ahead and even some of you guys you might be like 130 pounds stop me I'm
0: you sure might if I want. You might be swinging by my place to meet Baby West. We we'll want to get no some drinks, I'm and very some busy. food. Before we are making this a full fight night. I'm thrilled to watch the action. It's my first Cage Wars. Yours, I believe, as well. It's gonna be a great time. Come join us at Rivers Casino and Resort tonight.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Hey, make sure you are. Uh, oh, are we good? Is it? it? Is that uh, right?
0: Well, there's a certain way we're getting to Rivers Casino and Resort. At least maybe thanks to our Mohawk friends. Oh, I'm, not, Mohawk you, I'm Chevrolet. You're not allowed. You're
1: not allowed in my oh, view. you're not, Sorry, you can't get in, Scarjo. I don't trust you. Like. To, to get this like legitimately in my mohawk chevrolet silverado black widow silverado scar joe friend of mine she's like mesmerized by how nice this opens it up she goes it still has that new truck smell i'm like well two things it's only got three thousand miles on it and i don't fart in scar joe are you mine i'm a gentleman <laughs> <laughs> how dare you even consider that it might smell no but like it's weird like you hear me talk about this and you're probably like Levac is weird and that's all true but I love what I drive. And I love what I drive because I went to Mohawk Chevrolet. I said, I really, really, really want one of these. And they and I go, I know I can't get one. I know I got to save. I got to do all these other things. And they go, hold on. We may actually have. The perfect one for you. It's a a, a 2022, but it's brand new, and we think we can move some things around and get it it to work for you. They do those kind of things all the time. That's one of the reasons they're affiliated with Car Bravo. So you go to carbravo.com, you pick out everything you're looking for, and then you get it through Mohawk Chevrolet. The service department's amazing. The sales department's amazing. You can love what you drive the way I love what I drive so much that God isn't allowed in it. That's how much I love Scarjo, the, the Black Widow Silverado. All right.
0: <laughs> You're not driving then, but we do I'll love put, Mohawk Chevrolet. I'll put like,
1: maybe if I put some plastic down, we could talk. Um, you know that room of the house where it has to look nice all the time? That's, that's Scarjo. She deserves that respect and love out of me. So uh, make sure you find new roads to Car Bravo at Mohawk Chevrolet, where they always go out of their way to please you. We'll talk to you again on Sunday. Uh, wash your hands. Don't touch your face. It's Levag and Con's Fox Sports Radio, 959 and 980.